Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. If you're going to go into an area you don't know, know the code, know the city, be their friend. You, the police, and the code inspector need to be first name basis. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest-running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Best Ever listeners, welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Slocum Reed, and I'm joined today by Zach Fugman. Zach is from Cincinnati, like me, lives in Houston currently, but joining us from Cincinnati right now. He's the owner of A Strategy Management, which syndicates apartment deals. He's a GP on over 750 units in the Cincinnati area, 950 units in Mississippi. He's KP on over another 1,100 units, and he's an LP on over 400 units in Texas and Atlanta. Zach. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're currently focused on? Yeah, Slocum said, I'm originally from Cincinnati. I grew up here and went to university and left for oil field before getting into real estate. I joined an education and mentoring group with Lifestyles Unlimited back in 2014. And I started learning about single family and then I'm getting into multifamily syndications and as an LP at first before becoming a, a GP and sometimes we call a lead investor. 
let's back up a little bit. When I was in the oil field, I moved a lot. And I ended up doing my first deal on Slidell, Louisiana. And I broke the deal myself with a guy. I was working out of Keller Williams as partial on the side while I was in the oil field. Ended up getting that deal done. At the day we closed, we moved to San Antonio. And then ended up getting third party. And we ended up getting some stuff there. And it kind of progressed from there. But I realized... I always want to kind of invest my way back home and tell a lot of people how great Cincinnati is. You already are a believer in Cincinnati. I know that. Big I time. am, yes. And then we ended up doing 144 units in Maysville, Kentucky is our first one up here. And then that became essentially, now it's almost like 800 units up here. And then my Slidell deal during pandemic, we weren't finding many deals that made sense in Ohio and Kentucky at the time. And we ended up, Start buying in Mississippi, and I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty good market. And we ended up moving on to more, and I have a lot of friends who were looking to do chills too, and I was like, I have a big abundance mentality. Was, the more people I help, the more I get. I like to meet more people, and what's best ever, met you and some other great people, folks up there. And I continue to try to find quality assets that me, friends, or somebody I know can do and make a, a better living situation and make some money for themselves and their families kind of thing. And I just keep doing it and it gets methodical, but it's really fun when you help your friends. That's why I've been a KP on so many other deals just to see their life get uplifted by being able to realize the, the dream of owning a business and making passive income and help others provide for their families too, by having secure passive through multifamily investing. Awesome. So you've said a lot there that's worth diving into. I've got a couple of nuggets I want to ask about. First though, you're from Cincinnati, makes sense to invest there. You're living in Texas. Mississippi seems kind of random, but it's a huge chunk of your portfolio now that it sounds like you've acquired in just the last couple of years. Why Mississippi? Well, like I said, during pandemic, a lot of people were scared to do deals during 2020. We actually closed the deal in Cincinnati right before pandemic too. But we got through the brunt of the initial wave of what was going on during that. And then we were ready to do another one. I so happened to be hanging out at my deal in Slidell. And I was like, let's just try to find a deal down here in the South. So I just started flipping through all the websites, Collier's, Wakefield, just the usual suspects. And just so happened, Collier's had a deal over in Long Beach, Mississippi that had fallen out of contract because the equity had gotten nervous during that part of the pandemic. It was only 45 minutes from a Slidell deal, went over and I was like, wow, this is a great deal. It makes sense. Cash flows. You do have to do a loan assumption, but it's going to be more down than usual, but I think we can make it. So we went ahead and I got a bunch of my contacts and we ended up raising about $4.2 million took it down and then we got hit by a hurricane five days after owning it and honestly half the partners were deathly scared and the other half were over the moon excited because they'd been through some insurance events and we ended up redoing the whole place outside with the, the siding the roof some windows and it went from just a good b to b plus and plus our original rehab plan went into effect and there's such a demand in the Gulf Coast that people just didn't know about down there in the Gulfport Biloxi MSA. It just kind of was like one of the last forgotten pockets, I guess. And 
we were buying deals that made sense all throughout 2021. And okay, it cash flowed. When people were doing bridge loans, we were doing fannies and stuff like that. So we were able to make a lot of deals work over the last year and a half. And then now all of a sudden through the capital curve found out and they started chasing all the deals that because we were getting 20%, 30% rent increases when we were doing our rehabs and things like that. So it was one of the last places to get the true value add in place. And we found a good partner in AgCAC Property Management down there to work with us as a property management because I've been self-managing my stuff in Cincinnati for a couple years now. And I was like, well, if you guys keep doing such a good job in Mississippi, we'll keep working together. And they helped, they introduced us to a lot of other brokers so that we were good closers, me and some of the other members that are in Lifestyles Unlimited with me and did some deals down there. And we just continued to close deals. Once those brokers get some meat, they want more meat. So they kept feeding it to us and they're getting their piece. And so now we're at almost 1,600 something units or something up there. So it's been fun. I would say it's like each area has a different kind of attitude. Cincinnati's a little more business-like. Mississippi, just a bit more relaxed. But money's green everywhere, right? So if your money's working harder in Mississippi than it is in, say, California, good on you. It just doesn't matter. If it's working, make it work. I've told as many people as I can. It's like, look at the fundamentals. If the fundamentals make sense, go do it. So you find a mom and pop market too. Some of these smaller ones, they haven't raised the rent in 20, 30 years and the population is stable, but their rents are three to 400 under market because they haven't raised rents in 20 years on some deals. That's a pretty good shot to go up in a year and a half. So Yeah, Zach, there's just so many things that I want to ask you. One thing I want to say, actually a piece of advice that I've heard a few different places, but that you gave me the last time that we met, I'm going to ask you to elaborate on it. It is that you're in a position now, I read off some of your stats at the beginning of this interview, you're in a position now that at least in Cincinnati, the major players in apartment brokering, they know who you are. And some of them are calling you because they know you're a closer. And they know that if they get your LOI accepted, because let's remember that brokers in the business of brokering deals, they get paid at the closing. They know that if they can get your LOI accepted, you're going to get to the closing table. And on a big piece of advice that you gave me and the other newer investor that we were at dinner with was when you get your LOI accepted, get to the closing table. Because getting to the closing table is how you garner the reputation with brokers that gets them to call you about deals instead of you having to hunt them down to see what it is that they're offering to the people that they don't call first. Thinking about someone who is newer to apartment syndication, who is focused on acquisitions, underwriting, deal finding, negotiation, what advice beyond get to the closing table if your LOI is accepted? What advice beyond that do you have for people right now, late June 2022, who are looking to do deals? Get with people who've closed deals. I did my first deal on my own pretty much in 2017, and there was a lot of room for error. It was pretty much it was buying a 40 a door. Right now, I that would was say- in Cincinnati. No, that was in Slidell, Louisiana. And now in 2022, I would say you get with a mentor. You join a group like Lifestyles or some of these other ones or some other mentorship. Get educated first because you might have some wild-eyed expectations that have been built up since 2009. For some people, have heard all these great stories. 
And there's still a lot of opportunity out there, but just like some of these 4X, 5X returns are just not there. And just somebody to bounce off the deals that you're looking at, get good, solid, experienced opinion from somebody who has a few war scores kind of thing, because leverage right now is choppy. Well, you've talked to a lot of people. You got to make sure that the basis is right on the thing. So if you go into deal right now, there might be a broker or seller. They did their BOV in January, February, and they might have some unrealistic expectations of when the 10 year was down below two and the Fed was not shooting towards three. So I would say, yeah, get with some people who know the market that you're targeting. Somebody like you or me in the Cincinnati area, that would be like, I think you have some unrealistic expectations. Zach, is advice the only thing you're getting from a mentor in a situation like that? Maybe not advice, but if it's a good deal, they may even back you. There might be a mentor that might end up like, yeah, they want to be a part of the deal if it's a great deal too. So in your case, you, Slocum, might find a deal and say, hey, I need a JV partner or something like that. He's done a lot of deals or something like that. Or somebody you know, it's just like, hey, Slocum, I want to be in this part of Cincinnati. Would you join up with me? Or if somebody came to me in Mississippi and was like, hey, what do you think of this deal? And I'd have a property manager, so I have my own experience. I'd have brokers and all the other people I could triangulate. Is this deal worth it? So I'm not going to say anywhere, but there was a deal that was put in front of me yesterday. On paper, it looked great. But when I pulled up the location, I was like, I'm out. Nope. No, thank you. I didn't want to be a part of it, even though I know it would have made pretty good money. But I just felt like the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. But also, if somebody's new, don't go bite something off you can shoot. Don't shoot too high at first. I know that some people are like, well, you got to go for the bigger ones, but don't put yourself in a position like, oh, I'm going to go raise $20 million on my first deal. That's probably not going to happen. Maybe if you win the lottery, that's a different luck. We'll get back to the show with a first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. When it comes to scaling your real estate business, is lack of capital holding you back? Raising private capital on demand can be a major challenge, but you can get the knowledge and tools you need to succeed when you attend Dana Cornell's four-week Raise Capital Masterclass Live. After starting out with no capital or relationships, Dana has raised over $1 billion twice in the past 20 years, and he has made it his mission to share the best of what he's learned with business owners and investors like you. You can learn more at danacornell.com forward slash best ever. Dana's Raise Capital Masterclass Live allows you to immediately unlock and raise capital on demand, drastically increasing your business's growth. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever to enroll today. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at passiveinvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. Passiveinvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit passiveinvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. 
That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. You talked a couple of times now about Lifestyles Unlimited, and you talked to me about them before. I didn't realize that was a group that you joined back in 2014. 2014 at least feels to me like it's before the recent surge in popularity of apartment syndication Uh or commercial real estate Uh and syndication in general. So not only is it early for apartment syndication, but it's also early for getting involved in mentorship and networking groups. I want to ask, how big of an impact has it had on your investing that you joined a mentorship group so early? And also, I am not currently in a mentorship group personally, but I'm considering something like it. What advice do you have for me and best ever listeners like me, Zach, when it comes to figuring out which group or whether or not a group is right for us? For me, it was tremendous. You kind of get what you pay for. I would say that you go in there and you meet people who've been through a lot with in lifestyles. I've met with some people who've been through a lot who are able to mentor me and tell me, this is a deal. This is a good idea. I would have done it this way. They're not going to endorse your deal left or right, but they're going to say, you may want to look at it this way. Did you account for taxes? I would say getting a mentorship group with somebody like a lifestyles or another group is that the idea and the hope is that that person keeps you from falling into a pit and they're not going to basically shoot you to the moon. That's on your effort a lot of it, but they're going to try to keep you from falling into a trap. And I found that extremely valuable by getting started. And then today I would say, go out and you can try lifestyle. You can try one of the other groups, but I would try to get feeling that, is this the type of people I would want to be working with? Or I want to associate with, do they have high standards, integrity? Are they willing to tell you that I think you're out of place if you're doing the wrong things or something like that. You want to find somebody who's able to give you some honest truth instead of fluff like, oh, from the 506B, the blue sky laws, they're there because people in the 1920s said the sky is the limit. Well, you want a mentor to say the sky sometimes is a ceiling. So I would say it'd be very prudent for somebody to go out, especially there's so many other people now who have the education that if you try to go out and do it on your own, there might be somebody on the other side of that transaction who's way more savvy than you. And they might even have other people that are backing them up and they might run circles around you if you don't have any person to back you up on the know-how. One last thing on this before we transition, it seems like joining a mentorship group like that would also be a springboard for accelerating capital raising because you have a group of hungry investors who are looking for deals that could be an opportunity to find investors for your own deals. Has that been your experience, Zach? I would say that, yeah, because the network of people inside that group is so strong, you go out, start building your reputation step-by-step, doing a deal. Buffett says never lose money. Well, you know, always, number one thing, take care of other people's money. If you are the steward of their money, to be blown. My first deal I did as a syndication inside the group, I only returned 10% in about 18 months, but it was a struggle because in municipality, but if you build yourself as a reputation doing what you say, it can become a springboard to do. And as you prove yourself up more, the people inside the group, they have faith in you and you're doing what you say. 
I believe that, yes, it can be a way to accelerate your ability to do deals. Zach, one last thing before we head to the end of this interview. You have once during the pandemic transitioned markets in order to find better deals. Recording now late June of 2022, what is it that you're doing to find deals that make sense right now? Because we've built a reputation as closers, the people put deals in front of us and we get to run more numbers and we get to learn more about each state. Alabama, we're looking into, we're looking into Tennessee and then, then other parts of the Southeast. I go to other conferences to hear what other people have been doing to learn how they've attacked it. I try to network more with people who are doing stuff in different markets and just see what they're doing and more or less try to get a temperature, put my finger in the air, see where the wind's blowing for the whole market is in general. But uh, I'll go underwrite it. I'll visit markets. I, as a lot of my friends can attest, I'll drive anywhere. I used to, in the oil field, I used to drive six, eight hours to go to a job. And that was kind of like why I was not afraid to transition markets during the pandemic and why I stopped doing Texas or doing Kentucky and Ohio, even though all the fanfares around Texas and Florida or Atlanta. So I'm able to go out there and just look, there's a lot of America out there. And I, and part of it was when I was in the oil field, I drove to so many locations that I'd seen a lot of America and stayed at a lot of apartments in the oil field. So there's going to be markets there just kind of not talked about as much tertiary and secondary markets. And then growing up in Cincinnati, I was being in a secondary type city. Just know there's a lot of people out there and some of these places are steady. And so you're going and visiting, deep diving into areas. And then one of our big things is that, is it a place where you'd want an apartment on top? Once you get to the apartment, is it a place you feel like you could take your kids out at night? <laughs> or it will be when you're done with it. Well, Zach, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. Let's do it. What is the best ever book you've recently read? Recently read, I guess, Can't Hurt Me by Goggins. Every time I feel sorry for myself, I'll even turn on the audio book of him talking about some excruciating, like, well, my life ain't so bad. So I ended up playing an audio chapter of that and listening to the trials and tribulations he had to go through. And my life's kind of peachy instead. So I better go out and work a little harder. What is your best ever way to give back? I love to give back by helping other people who want to do deals. Like I said, I'm a KP on 1,100 units. And a lot of those were brought to me first. And for whatever reason, I have always felt like life is better with friends. And if you're rich and you're lonely at the top, it's not really a fun existence. Yeah, you're rich, but it's a lot more fun bringing a lot of people with you on that party bus versus that Ferrari. Not saying anything wrong with Ferrari, but a party bus is a lot more fun passing around the high noons and whatever adult beverage you care to have. Zach, thus far in your commercial real estate investing career, what's the biggest mistake you've made and the best ever lesson that's resulted from it? I mean, I alluded to this. My first deal I did in San Antonio, we thought we had covered all the bases and then the mall. The city was pretty hard to deal with. And they changed certificate occupancy at every change. And I had other people. We went through it. We did all the do. I thought it was great. And then they 
basically dropped all kinds of code on us to fix. So we ended up fixing it all and realizing that it was just going to be a never ending battle. And you we were able to sell that property with all the, the items fixed. But if you're going to go into an area you don't know, know the code, know the city, be their friend. You, the police, and the code inspector need to be first name basis. So that's my best advice when you're going into somewhere. On that note, Zach, what is your best ever advice? Try to do what you say you're going to do. And if for whatever reason you can't, show the way you're trying to make it happen by plan B, C, D, E, F, G. Don't give up. And obviously, preserve your investor's money. Awesome. And where can people get in touch with you? Zach Boogman on LinkedIn. You can find me there. You can look me up on Facebook. And Sugabe Strategy Management on Google, you'll find our website too. So you can maybe find me hanging around with Cincinnati with you sometimes. Awesome. And those links will be included in the show notes. Zach, thank you. Best ever listeners, thank you as well for tuning in. If you've gained value from this interview, please do subscribe to our show. Leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend that you know we can add value to through this conversation. Thank you and have a best ever day.